Jenny Katrin Leadership Podcast brought to you by Foresight. At Foresight, we are cultivating healthy leaders to lead thriving organizations. Thank you for tuning into today's podcast. Please enjoy the rest of our show. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm your host, Jenny Katrin, the founder and CEO of the Foresight Group. So I have a question for you today. How do you feel about change? Given the current pandemic that we're all living through, you probably have some strong opinions about change, as do I. And uh, I once heard Seth Godin say that it's not that we don't like change. It's that we don't like what change does to us. That it pushes us to a place of incompetence for a season. And I don't know about you, but I don't like to feel incompetent. I don't like to feel out of control. And uh, none of us really like to not know how to do something, do we? But let's face it, none of us know how to do this craziness of a pandemic that we're navigating. We're in new territory and it's uncharted and it is uncertain. This season has pushed all of us to a place of incompetence, into changes of entirely new proportion. And we're uncomfortable. We're clumsy. Change unsettles us as individuals, and it unsettles us as teams. And yet change is necessary for us to lead well. So whether you're leading an entire organization through change or you're coaching a staff person through a transition, Leading through change is a constant part of our life as a leader. Some 2,500 years ago, Heraclitus, the Greek philosopher, said, change is the only constant in life. And it does seem that he was right, doesn't it? What I do know about times of change historically is that they always produce something good in me. When I pause and I reflect on seasons of change in my life, whether they were good or they were hard, they always produce something good in me if I'm willing to look for it, right? It might not be something easy, but it will be something good. I will learn more. I will grow more. And as a result, I will change too. And as I've led through various seasons of change myself, I've noticed that there are five behaviors that I need to adopt to guide me to lead change effectively. And so today I want to share these five steps that I believe will help you effectively lead change and actually continue to build trust with your team. Because here's the the reality, guys. We're in a season of extraordinary change, and it seems like this is going to be our reality for quite some time. And so while we're in this kind of crucible of change being created by this pandemic, I want to kind of help elevate our thinking and and really look for what are the ways we can learn, the ways we can grow, and the ways we can choose to embrace change and to lead effectively through change, because we'll be able to take these principles with us beyond this season. So here are those five steps for leading change that I want you to think about and process today. The first thing is to listen well. When change is imminent, we can be tempted to either operate in denial until we're forced to make a change, or we rush to get it over with as soon as possible. Are you know what I'm talking about, right? We either completely deny it and pretend it isn't there, or we rush through it to get over it as soon as possible. 
but either extreme robs you of the opportunity to listen well. When you need to lead through change, I want to encourage you to take time to listen. Listen for lessons from history. Listen to fears and concerns. Listen for the reason behind emotions that you might be experiencing either in yourself or in others. Because listening helps you gain perspective that will equip you to manage change in a thoughtful way. So the first is to just listen well. And I don't know about you, but I've noticed that because there is so much change happening right now, there's kind of this like low-grade anxiety that I'm always uh, navigating. And I kind of want to just consume thoughts and ideas and content and slowing myself down to listen and to be present has been really, really important for me to both lead myself and to lead my team at this time. So first is listen well. Second is to question thoroughly. So after you've listened well, it's time to begin to ask questions and perhaps lots of questions. Right now, I've got lots of questions. And particularly if you're leading change through an issue that's new to you, whether you've recently joined an organization, maybe you've started a new project, or like all of us, you're reacting to outside circumstances that are forcing change, asking questions is important. It'll help you uncover valuable information about maybe some sensitivities uh, within the culture or within the organization. Um, It will give you valuable information about key players, maybe that are a part of whether it's a project or something within your team. Um, Maybe some historical nuances that you need information about. Questions will help you better understand the landscape and make more thoughtful decisions. So you want to first listen well. Second, you want to question thoroughly. Third, you want to evaluate rigorously. Change is challenging. None of us are arguing with that, are we? And it's tempting to make snap judgments or jump to quick fixes. But you want to take the time and the mental energy to evaluate the situation from all angles before hurrying to a decision. So as part of your evaluating process, seek wise counsel from others who maybe have led through something similar or who can add a helpful perspective. So that evaluate rigorously, like, you know, really just take the time uh, and give good mental energy to evaluating the situation and trying to make the most wise decision that you can. Fourth, you want to decide prayerfully. So once you've listened, you've questioned, you've evaluated, it's time to decide what to change and how to lead through it. So consider everything you've gleaned in the process so far, and then prayerfully decide how to move forward. And you might say, well, shouldn't we be praying all the way through? Well, absolutely. But particularly as we're about to actually make a decision and step into the change, you want to really pause and pray and just make sure you're seeking godly wisdom in the process. And then fifth, direct confidently. So finally, you need to provide a strong, clear, and confident path for change. Your confidence is drawn from the intentional process that you followed and the prayerful decision you've sought. So, and this is where we really build trust as leaders is when we go through this process of leading change, you know, a lot of times what gets us in trouble is we kind of make the hasty change. Maybe we didn't listen well. Maybe we didn't ask enough questions. Maybe we didn't evaluate rigorously. And so then when we confidently push through change and there's some things that we've missed, 
we lose trust or we create more anxiety within our organization or within our team. So if you've done the process well, if you've listened well, if you've questioned thoroughly, if you've evaluated rigorously, if you've decided prayerfully, then you're, you're able to direct confidently. It's not that we have answered every little question, but you have enough confidence to go forward because you're providing a strong and clear path for change. You've done your homework, essentially, and your confidence is drawn from that intentional process you followed. So now it's time to direct change with the strength of vision and decisive action. Because ultimately, people are looking for that strength. For, for those of you in leadership positions right now, people are hungry for a leader who can confidently lead them forward. And it's not blind confidence, right? Again, if you've done the process of, of taking these steps to lead through change in a healthy way, you can direct more confidently uh, than you would otherwise because you have taken the time and you've done the work. See, leading change is not easy nor should it be taken lightly, right? We don't want to haphazardly change things. And uh, I think we're all wrestling with that right now of just all the adjustments and pivots and things we have had to change quickly in reaction to our circumstances. But now you're in a position where you're having to make some more thoughtful uh, decisions and some thoughtful changes that are going to affect your future because of what you've learned through this season of enormous change. And so this is not easy. It shouldn't be taken lightly. Change is emotional and it's stressful. We've all felt it at every level. But this is exactly why you're in a position of leadership to help set the course and lead others in the direction God is calling you to. So I want to encourage you to take time to listen, take time to question, take the time to evaluate before you lead change. And in doing so, you're going to honor those that you're leading. It also equips you to be an aware and a sensitive leader who earns trust and builds courage for everyone involved. You get the sacred privilege of leading your teams and leading others through this moment. It is, it is one of the most beautiful gifts of leadership. It's also a pretty daunting gift of leadership, especially when so much is unknown and uncertain. But I want to encourage you to just think through these five steps as you're navigating change in your organization, within your teams right now. I want to challenge you to be sure that you're listening well, that you're questioning thoroughly, that you're evaluating rigorously, that you're deciding prayerfully, and then you're directing confidently. And as you continue to navigate these days ahead, uh, you do need a team that's unified, aligned, and working effectively to accomplish mission. Your teams need to be stronger and leaner than ever. We're having to adapt to so much that's happening right now. And so you want to, you need to be intentional to lead your team well through this. And it's going to require you to lead through some more change. It's, we're not done with the change, uh, by the way. Uh, so your team won't look the same or behave the same, even as you move through this pandemic. Change has been forced on your team, and you'll continue to need to lead your team through the changes that allow them to be stronger and more unified. And so... Uh, we have that free culture workbook. You've probably heard me talk about it before. I want to encourage you, if you haven't gotten that, uh, you can just download it. Um, we'll send it to you. You just have to text Foresight, the number four in the word SIGHT, S-I-G-H-T, to this number, 
4377. So it's that our free workbook is three keys to developing a thriving team. And it is a great tool to help you kind of shape that culture and shape some of those values that are important to helping you create that strong, healthy, unified team that you need alongside you through this season. And so just text foresight, the number four, the word sight to 773-770-4377. And I also want to let you know that our next online group, Building an Extraordinary Team Culture, launches this August. And this is a four-week live interactive course that guides you through the building blocks of creating a culture that great leaders want to be a part of. You need great leaders on your team. And so if you know that changing your culture is something that you need to do, this group is for you. So you can go to our website, getforesight.com. It's the word get, the number four, the word site.com. And uh, you can get all the details there, get registered for that. Uh, Those groups are always amazing. We do limit them in the number of participants just so that we can have good interactive uh, and specific coaching for everybody who's a part of it. So I want you to go check that out. They fill it fast. But um, if you're sensing that you need to lead through some culture change with your team in order to help them be stronger, Uh, through this, uh, I want you to check out that group. So thank you for joining me today. I hope this episode equipped you with the foresight for success because our passion is to cultivate healthy leaders to lead thriving teams. So I want to encourage you to keep leading well, and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Jenny Catron Leadership Podcast. If you have any questions, please email Jenny at podcast at get the number four site.com. If this content has helped you in any way, we would love for you to share this podcast with your friends and on social networks. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of the amazing content coming from the Jenny Catron Leadership Podcast. Your comments mean the world to us, so please rate and leave comments on our podcast. And remember, you need foresight for success. We will see you next time.